But look, citations are citations, right? Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this special edition of Publish, Perish or Podcast. Your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science likes to meditate. I am Phoenix Gibson and joining me today are B.A. Stapleton and Schmoopy Shearer. Hey, hey. Hi, Chris. Hey, good results, Chris. Phoenix, thank you. And shut up. There's no way I'm calling you Phoenix. Uh, when I go through my news of the week, it will become obvious why I'm now Phoenix. Okay. Uh, so right. I'm hosting the podcast this week, listeners. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. I noticed. So um, basically, it's it's going to follow a very Gibson format. Lucy Goosey, I guess, with lots of me in it. Not so much Andy, not so much Smoopy. Uh, it could get crazy. It could get wild. It could even get a little dangerous. That's what I do. Uh, now I'm being indicated I need to keep on track <laughs> by a subtle touching of the piece of paper. All right, here we go. News of the week. No. No. <laughs> no. no. Oh, shit, no. <laughs> Does science like to meditate? Ask us. Right. Do we like to meditate, Chris? Does science like to meditate? But first, <laughs> does Andy like to meditate? And what does he think about science re-meditation? <laughs> Thanks for saying he. Um, I'm right here, by the way. This isn't, behind this the isn't, paper. Yeah, actually behind the paper is why you said he. Yeah. Why, like, I what's, it, what's it like being on the receiving end of all this verbiage? Oh, I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, it's no, great. Yeah. After so long of saying those words, it's nice to hear someone else say them. I feel like I, it's a legacy I'm passing on. I said them pretty well too, I felt. You did. You did really well. Well done. Well Thank done. You. Um, Thank you. Do I like to meditate? Uh, have I meditated? I've tried, okay. but uh, I sat. I used to do a headspace. You know the headspace thing? No. Headspace is the app that it does guided meditations. Okay. No, I it is. Uh, all right, all right, well, you're starting to meander now. Oh, thanks, mate. Keep on track. Hey, all you're all about <laughs> bloody meditation. I'm running the show. All right. All Get right. to the point, my friend. All right. All right. Jeez. This podcast is going to go for about five minutes. <laughs> he's, talking, he's talking about a meditation app, and you asked him about meditation. All right. I'm only joshing. You're joshing. Uh, spin away. Thanks. BA. Thanks, spin man. away. Thanks. Um, I tried it for a bit, and I didn't really get into the thing, but uh, like the, the swing of things. But I really... Uh, I, I've used meditation, like sleeping meditation things, where you you put it on just before you go to bed, and mm-hmm. it talks you through like uh, mindfulness. So, like, think about your breath, talk about acknowledge um, fleeting thoughts, but then let them go, kind of thing. Like, okay. so it's helped, and I don't know how it's helped me, but it felt it felt good. It mm. felt nice. It felt nice at the time. I wish I had the dedication and the, and the time to do it more often because the science says. It works. Yeah, there is there is some science to support that meditation is beneficial. Schmoopster. I haven't meditated before. No. Um, um, and that's all. Yeah. But Are yeah. you interested though? Uh, I feel like I just don't have the time. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's what every... Ten minutes is all you need, man. Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure I waste more than ten minutes every day doing something. Mm. Uh, but I do, I do often uh, go for walks with the dog in particular. Um, hmm. And sometimes I find myself, I guess 
Meditation is about not thinking about anything, is it? That's no, right. I do. No, that's I do least, like. That's, that's, I do like just. Uh, you know, sometimes just thinking about yeah. my day. For I, instance. So the meditation, the mindfulness, isn't actually about that. Like the idea is that you acknowledge a thought and then let it move on. So there's no way you can completely clear your mind, but it's about allowing your mind to wander, mm-hmm. and and that silences it in a way that you're. It just isn't as busy. Mm. Just kind of sounds like being asleep, though, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like being asleep, just not asleep, but asleep. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, what Go about on, you with meditation? Uh, so, I've done some meditation recently. Oh, and? and um, I've oh. reached like level 10 or whatever it is within a couple of days. Wow. You're, and are, am, you, are you really good at meditating? On. Yeah. I am now self-actualized. Do you mean <laughs> that <laughs> you've <laughs> taken some drugs and you got to a 10? Nope. Let me describe what... All right. So this is one of my first times. It was about four in the morning. I was a bit tired and I lay down and I put on my headphones and the, the YouTube meditation thing and I just laid down and I went into a deep, deep trance and I like lost consciousness. And then, you know, what seemed like hours and hours later, yeah. I came out of the deepest trance I think anyone You've could ever, ever been, been in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, my f- child's face was inches above me screaming at me. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> but you that were so relaxed. That it didn't wasn't matter. pleasant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that. I think gurus aim to get into trances like that all their lives. And you've just My done first it. go, boom. Yeah. Um, I read a couple of websites. Apparently, I'm now self-actualized. Good. I'm, I've reached my full potential. It sounds suspiciously like you fell asleep. But well, I, look, we, did, we just decided that it kind of is like that. So yeah. sure, you meditated. To... People like yourself who yeah. are just, you know, bringing negative energy yeah. into my life and yeah. into my world. I have to just let you go. Yeah. I let that pain go. That pain is not part of me. Yeah. I'm self-actualized. Yeah. So, so all, all the the smallness and the patheticness <laughs> uh, that you guys encapsulate. I, yeah. And which I don't judge you for. And Thank it doesn't, you. It doesn't Thanks, make, mate. I'm not better than you or anything like well, that. You no. are self-actualized, but <laughs> I am letting all that negative negativity and nothing you guys can say can hurt me now. Perfect. So, is there I'm anything else? Is there like laser beams? Any other powers that come with being <laughs> yeah, self-actualized? Can you float a little bit. Um, no, okay. you just feel really happy all the time, and once a day, <laughs> you just want to kill something, but it goes away. Wow. Wow. That's part of it. I can't wait till you're, you're level 11. Yeah, level 11. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where does it go? Like uh, affinity? I'm not sure where it goes, but uh, I'm there, basically. Yeah. Well done. So, <laughs> you passed that <laughs> level yeah. too, have you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going into trances every day. Uh-huh. I, was in, like, I was in front of my computer, listened to my meditation thing, yeah. went into a trance. Yeah. Uh, came out of it, drool was coming out of my mouth, and uh, I was a bit, a bit wonky. But I yeah. went into a trance at work. Well done. So, uh, thank you. Now, science. Science. What would science do? Would science meditate? I think yes. Who are you asking? Oh shit! I've got to. I've got yeah. to ask actual people. <laughs> Shmoopy, you. you uh, I didn't realize uh, we were doing a test. Words, I was going to do a test last time. Words came out of your mouth first. You go first. I think yes. Yeah. I think that science sometimes needs to have a big think yep. about something to solve big a problem. Think. Yeah. And uh, it puts together all the parts. Goes into a meditative heavy thinking state uh, and works out a problem or yeah, decides what yeah. to do next. I think there's a lot of scientific evidence to suggest that meditation is very good for the sentient being. 
Yeah. Uh, BA, you concur? Uh, I think science would meditate, but only if there were other people around so it could show how like wholesome and awesome it is. Mm. Um, I feel like it just needs that external observer to kind of really get the true impact of like, so when it comes out of it, like, oh, oh sorry, guys, I, mm. I, was in a, I was in a deep trance and um, now I've just solved all the, pro- all the problems, all the science problems. So it needs that. Phoenix agrees. Who's that? That's me. I'm oh, Phoenix. Shit. It's my. Uh, Hang on. Name. What are you? Tea bag. No. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fine. I've learned a couple of new terms. I'm going to use serenity now, as I discovered watching that full episode of Someone Told on YouTube, <laughs> is not an effective way to reduce stress. Uh, so I'm going to use my new mantra: is stress is not my friend. Yeah. Or I deserve to live with ease. Yeah. You will be hearing those. I deserve the to live with ease. I will use that mantra when negative energy comes at me from you guys. That sounds terrible. My new name is, is, as I said, Phoenix. Blessed be my name. There you go. Don't, uh, blessed be <laughs> blessed your name. Blessed be your name. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve to live with these. I deserve to live with these. <laughs> News for the week. Oh, what News is it? From the Give week. News of the week. All right. I'm hosting, so I can't go first. Okay. I'm going to hand it over to BA. Excellent. BA, I suspect you've got a little bit of whinging to do. I've got so much whinging (laughs) to do. I'm so. Can I give you some advice from someone who is self actualized? Yeah, yeah, go for it. You know, just you deserve to live with ease, my friend. Thanks. You deserve to live with ease. But the way I feel like I need to live with ease is by getting some whinging out. All right, let's do it. Mate, mates. Thanks. I'm tired. Dude. You're tired. You look tired. I'm so yeah tired. You look like you were up the crack of 8 a.m. this morning. Uh, yeah, I was up at all sorts of cracks. <laughs> <laughs> I, my keep morning, it, keep it clean. My keep morning clean. was full of cracks. Keep it you clean. Have no idea. Oh, oh, so now you're looking chirpy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mentioned the word crack, <laughs> and for various reasons, he's looking chirpy. Um, not only am I very pleased that Gibbo has decided to take on the hosting role this week because I really feel like I've done my talking for the day. Mm. Today, over to you, Schmoopy. Fl- <laughs> <laughs> only joking. Go on. At Flinders today, yep. I spent. This is a, a uni that we all used to work at, and Chris still works at. That I deserve to live with these. I deserve to live with these. Yeah, keep going. Because we've all progressed with our careers. Um, uh, I was. I gave a full day of workshops to early career researchers on creating a story and narrative around their um, oh, wow. around their research. I didn't realize that was a full day. Well, no, it was two. It was the same workshop back to back. Oh, three hours, three hour workshop. Okay, yeah. So first of all, it was I for work, mentees. I work, I work eight hours a day. Oi, mate, <laughs> do you, during that time, speak continuously? <laughs> con- yeah, no, you're proud of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you, uh, you little smarmy all right, bastards. So, all right, two uh, workshops, three two hours workshops. each. Three hours each, but I was there at nine. Yep, right. Yep. Mm. Then you have all the hey, nice to see you. Good. How's everything going? Good. Workshop the started. The, the chit chat. Chit chat. Chit chat. Chit chat. Your yeah. favorite thing. Yeah. yeah. Chit chat. You you normally love. Chit-chat. I love chit chat, mate. You you can't stop me chit chatting. <laughs> um, and then I did the workshop, which started at nine thirty. Okay. And there's some 
like action learning stuff. So, okay, now everyone go do this and I'll go around the tables and make sure that they're happy with what I've asked them to do. Okay. And, you know, guide them and be the awesome mentor. Yeah. So you, then, your workshop included crate paper? No, do you... Oh, they brought me this morning. So this... <laughs> oh, this is excellent, right? So I... They've seen me do this workshop once before. They know it does not include butcher's paper. Yeah. Ooh. Right? The first thing that they gave me when I turned up, <laughs> we just brought the butcher's paper and some pens oh, if yeah. you want to workshop anything. You know, because it's a university workshop, yeah. you need these you two need items. The butcher papers and pens. Absolutely. And I, they sat untouched, proudly untouched in the corner of the room. Good on you. Thank you. Well done, man. Um, well done. And so my thought was, obviously, maybe people that give workshops at universities don't actually need butcher's paper, but they feel obligated because mm. the universities provide them every time. So they're like, shit, how can I incorporate this? Shit. All right, put it out on the tables. Everyone put down your inspirational quotes or whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway, so my first workshop started at 9.30, finished at 12.30, but it didn't. It went like 12.45-ish. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then... I went for lunch uh, with the with the um, research team that invited me, so the the internal research like services team. Then chat 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 chat. Mm -hmm. Then at twelve uh, one thirty, back up again, same thing. Then people were hanging around afterwards until five. I was taught, and I I did what? not stop talking that entire time. And yeah, they said to me, "Go home." rest your voice right <laughs> i said do you know what i'm doing tonight mm. and they were like no I said, i'm More being famous being, being famous. famous i'm being famous on radio internet and that that involves talking <laughs> and that involves talking for another two hours yeah. and they looked at me yeah. and i could tell that they were in awe yeah. wow do they wow. ask uh, what, what the podcast was called? No, they're not really interested. <laughs> <are> they? <laughs> That's not much of a whinge. It finishes with you saying how great you are. I am bloody brilliant. I'm so, I mean, uh, there were some days at uni where you did just chat the whole day as well. Yeah, yeah, but it was interspersed with Facebook. Okay. I had zero Facebook. Yeah. Because another thing, another news for the day, my bloody phone broke. Now oh, here's a yeah. whinge, mm. right? I was old in it. I was doing the phone stuff. It yeah. fell out of my hand. Yeah. Then I caught it by smashing it against the corner of the table mm. because I forgot that the grip of the hand. Nice no, like English sportsman. So you've only gone with an open palm, palm and I've just smashed it. Yeah. And yeah. you, as a, a a lifelong poor sportsman, would have panicked in this situation. Yeah. You would have yeah. thought, why didn't I catch a ball in primary school? Exactly. Why do I not know how to catch something? Even toddlers <laughs> get thrown stuff. Yeah, you caught it. I'm complete. I just smashed it into the thing. Anyway, so that I couldn't even intersperse my day of talking with Facebook or something. That oh, you, you know, couldn't even pretend to exactly. be looking at Facebook. I, I was constantly in engagement mode. I once dropped two phones down the toilet in the space at of the two same days. Time? <laughs> no, 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 not the same time. <laughs> One in the per space hand. of two days. So. Drop one, took the SIM card out, put in another yeah. one, then drop that one. Yeah. Oh, well done. Don't go to the toilet with your phone in your teeth, all right? Teeth? <laughs> well, you, so you, you, had a, you had a phone but no pants on? I, need, I, need, I sometimes need two hands when I go to the loo. Show off. Why? <laughs> to hold back your bum cheeks to get to your anus. <laughs> to hold back your bum cheeks. That's a good one. I, des I deserve to live with ease. <laughs> I deserve to live with ease. Stress is not my friend. Stress is not my friend. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, don't put your phone in your mouth. No. And then start. Ooh, I did that the other day, actually. Talking to yourself and things Dangerous. like that. And just talking out. to yourself. Well, I don't know how it fell out. Oh. Fucking hell. Pull the left cheek out. <laughs> Pull the right cheek out. <laughs> now what? No. <laughs> pressure, 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 pressure. Now, now watch your phone fall in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. And another thing is uh, I'm off to Thailand. That's just a holiday. This freelancing oh, stuff no, is po- brilliant. Surely they want a pocket, bit of pocket conference tour of Thailand. Yeah. 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 Go on, Southeast Asia, get some conference in your pocket. Yeah, we are. Perfect. Um, and also conference. for our listeners, this is our regular, um, my regular call out. Go upload onto pocket conference. It's free for you. Mm, it's yeah. free. Create that multimedia, which makes your research absolutely irresistible. What anyway. is it? Pocketconference.com? Pocketconference.com. There we are. So that's my news. And All I'm right. fed up of talking, so I will just grunt for the rest of this podcast. Right. I think me and Smoothie can take it from here. Uh. Smoothster. Uh. No, no. Uh. I'm running the show. No uh. more of your uh, uh. sex slash going to the toilet slash uh. God knows what no- noises. Uh, I just have to live with these. Smoothie. Hi. Uh, yes, some Rich. news, please. Uh, well, so it's, it's only been a week since our last podcast. Yeah, uh, these weekly ones—it's—it's—it's it's, it's great from the bottom of the barrel to come up with news. After <laughs> well, that's because we don't need to talk for an hour and forty. <laughs> let it let it roll on. <laughs> Somehow, I still managed to find stuff though to talk about. Anyway, she moves to go. Uh, I've been struggling a bit this week, actually. I've been mm. much with less. Life. My, work mostly, yeah. but much less productive than what oh. I would like to be or whatever I what I am at my peak. Yeah, and I think at the moment I have a lot of things without set deadlines. Mm. So uh, the thing with deadlines is that they often spread to fill in the space they have. Yeah, like so Chris's bum cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot like Chris's bum cheeks, these <laughs> ones don't have any end in sight. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve so, to live with ease. I deserve to live with ease. <laughs> Stress is not my friend. So I'm finding that I uh, will assign time for myself to do these things, and then either I, I'll, you know, I, they're at the end of the day, so I don't get to them, yeah. or or I get to them and it's and more or less go home time. Yeah, not in the mood. Um, I've got lots of experiments planned to do as well, and and with the, I have a broken instrument at the moment, so that's kind of putting me down mm. as well. Yep. Um, and I'm also not particularly happy with my morning routine. I feel like I'm not getting to work Ooh, like right. ready to ready to go. Let us help you. What what do you need help with? What so you want to arrive at work pumped? Explain the morning routine yeah. as it is. Uh, so at the moment, um, I get out of bed around six thirty. Reasonable time. Uh, have breakfast, delicious, and then take the dog for a walk at around seven. Hmm. Uh, Exercisey, and then I'd get the dog back, maybe quarter to eight. Uh, get him ready to leave, and then I will uh, go to the train and go to work. What do you do on the train? It changes. Mm. So I'm either uh, maybe looking at a video on the iPad, or listening to a podcast, or listening to music. All right, this is it. We we did the um, we science commutes, right? It's about keeping the energy up. The moment you're sat down on the train and you become a consumer of media, uh-huh. your part of your brain that's like, I need to think of things, just switches yeah. off. It's just like your brain just goes, I'm now in consumer mode. Yep. Yum, 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 yum. Uh-huh. Don't think about it. Isn't that funny or fun? So what you've got to do is use that, that trip 
as a creative time. Okay. So even it, just anything creative, anything that's not cons- you consuming okay. media. So I could be what, like just drawing? Drawing on your iPad. Yeah. Uh, what is there a skill you want to improve? Uh, maybe. Don't I'm say not sure. sport. Yeah. Writing and performing a song. Yeah. Okay. Write and perform a song. Yeah. yeah. From train time? Yep. Yeah. yeah so How long do you have on the train? It's nine minutes. <laughs> Oi, mate. Add that up over like a year. And that's uh, like an scratch hour. Scratch your ass a couple of times. And yeah. You're there. yeah. Worry Should about I move much. further away from the city? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, this is the problem you've got. Yeah. You need that. to change. The houses. location's too good. Yeah. 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 Get yeah. the train away from your, your, <laughs> your work first. Yeah. And then double back to make sure it's at least 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, just with walking the dog, like I'd like having podcasts or music in then. Yeah. But I, yeah, I, I have tried sometimes to just say, all right, as soon as I uh, get home from that, no more earbuds in. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, often I'm, it's just too fun, isn't it? It's, yeah. You normally anyway. listen to Peepop. Uh, well, laughing away, <laughs> giggling away like a little schoolgirl. Point, pointing at it going, these yeah. guys are hilarious. Yeah. All right. No, I'll. I'll do that. All right. Give it a go. Let's know how it yeah. goes. All right. So no more. And then I'll see how if I, you know, get in and, and go straight away. When do you have your, um, your first coffee, Schmoopster? At home or at work? I have one at home. Yeah. And then I'll have one at work at some point. Okay. Um, but that's the other thing I've been doing. So the other the other thing I want to start doing is at the moment I don't plan which train I'm going to get. I just kind of get ready. And then when I'm ready, I go and catch a train. Right. But I want to start catching an exact train so i have an actual leave time mm. okay so anyway so i'm going to do those two things Perfect. in the morning uh and i've also with my to-do list uh, i started something today it actually did work out uh once again one of my no deadline things got pushed out yeah uh but i'm writing things that i'm going to do in order on my to-do list not just mm. make a really long one yeah um, so I I was doing a thing where I would kind of assign time to each thing in the calendar. Wow, look um, at you! But that that didn't work because I just have no idea how long yeah. things are going to take. And if I assign something half an hour and do it in five minutes, then I was just like, all right, all right, perfect, I'm me just, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bit of old camera Podcast. time. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, to do list in order. I think it's kind of helping me actually get some things done that I don't really want to do. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so, so I'll write a list and I don't, I just let it come out in whatever order it needs to out of my brain. Yeah. And then I'll number them. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've done that and I've also just rewritten it in my order yeah, as yeah. well. And but you feel like writing it in order is actually a little bit of a, more of a prompt for you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Chris, you do to do list or anything like that? You don't really do. You? No, I don't. I don't. You but just let the day tumble over you. I bat it. I, well, I often do training and using it. So I'm booking time on things. Calcium's a booking system we use. So that keeps things kind of That's your calendar. That's my calendar. So, so that, but if I'm not running any experiments or I'm not training anyone and the day is kind of not free, but, you know, I've got stuff to do like write papers and that, that's where the danger of procrastination can can come in. But lately I've had a lot of like, Email Chris, I need this. Email Chris, do this. And so there's, I've had a lot of that stuff coming at me lately. Yeah, you, you shouldn't let those things dictate your day. Yeah. I try not to, but they're coming at me from people who I kind of have to... Someone said to me once, help. was it you guys? I can't remember. If it takes less than two minutes, do it because it will just weigh on your mind. It's not worth it. But if it's going to take any more than that, like I, if it's an email, just you saying, yep, yeah, great, no worries, thanks for that. 
do it right away. But if it's an email that requires you to think or whatever, then you just need to put it, you know, on your list. On your list. Yeah, yeah I, 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 am, I flag emails that I'm going to come back to, or yeah. I reply straight away. Yeah, yeah, I am getting to a point where I'm going to have to put aside huge chunks of some days just to writing. <laughs> and just nothing a, else oh like writing articles yeah yeah why well, are you guys not that. writing right now this is the academic life come on I am writing get writing I'm on my phone here we oh. go typing away yeah we that's go. what you were doing I wonder what you're doing under the table shuffle shuffle <laughs> shuffle so Chris before you cut me off like I see you're about to do no 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 no. of course not um, of course not look at him he's, that is gang last around. Tuesday after the podcast at 10.10 I played basketball oh, oh, you remember that's right swish I mean, Andy, Andy won't cut that out of the podcast that William and you brought it up I did um, and I scored 10 points. Holy toss. How many so that's, uh, baskets is that? Hold on. That's two three-pointers and two normal no, goals? No, no, no. All normals. So all normals. Five, normal, five baskets. Five baskets. Two so, points each. Uh, there's a semicircle, and if you shoot it from outside of the bored, semicircle, it's three Why points. is it not just one point? Why is the lowest score two points? You can score one point How? from a free throw. If someone fouls oh, right. me while I, I shoot, with this. I get the option to then shoot from a free throw line, and each of them is worth one point. Mm. You can score one, two, or three points. Well, I want to score four points. How do I score four points? Can't so. So anyway, that basketball was 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 really fun, but I didn't get to bed until like one thirty <gasps> that night. Whoa. Yeah, actually, uh, we were talking about that on the way home. I was I, like, he's yeah. not going to get to bed till after twelve, uh, and that really made my week tough after that. Yes. Well, you're how old uh, are you now? I'm thirty one. Oh man, you you cannot go beyond midnight. <laughs> After yeah. 13. Oh, and I, and it I, is impossible. Still waking luck. up at 6 a.m. as well. If you guys end up having little ones, get used to it. Uh, well, that, that's why I'm not get having used kids. To it. Not having kids, mate. I love my, at my least sleep eight patterns hours are sleep. shit. <laughs> How many hours do you get? Uh, it, it depends. Some nights six, some nights five, you know. And they're um, all in two hours stints. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to try this new thing. I think I heard on Seinfeld again that, was it Einstein or something? It was like, you sleep 10 minutes every hour. Oh, Leonardo, no, Leonardo the, da Vinci. Oh is that God, Da Vinci? Yeah, that I might called? try that for a while and see what happens. I think it was sleep patterns. 20 minutes every two hours. Yeah, yeah. You won't, so go, that, you won't go mad doing you that. You will 100% go mad. Unless, like uh, the famous scientists back in the day, you have shitloads of cocaine. Mm, okay, well, let's give that, that a go. All right, I'll let you know how it goes. Now, on the Thursday morning... I forgot about this story. Uh, part of my struggling week and to do with basketball keeps Tell me up what, late at night. We're a bunch of whingers this week, aren't we? Look at us. I catch the train to work. I went in, straight away started an experiment. The reaction cell wasn't broken at this point. Yeah. Uh, working away, working away, working away. And then went to write someone an email on my computer, which I take to and from work every on day. Your laptop. A laptop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go to grab my laptop, realize it's not in the office. Oh, shit. I go back to the oh. the room, realize it's not in the lab. It's in the train. So I'm thinking my laptop uh, is on the train. The worst. At the train station. Even worse. In my car that I drive to the train station. That's fine. Or still at home. The, mid, the first two. Pray are. for the first two. <laughs> so straight away I called the train. Yeah. Uh, station and say I think I left my laptop on this train at this time yeah. and they have a look and so we don't have it but call again in half an hour I then called my parents and my in-laws to try and get them to go to the train station my car and my home <laughs> to see if I've left the laptop in any of those wow. places no one answers good <laughs> I, if you called me up and said oh no your, your 
They're retired. None of them are working. Well, that's all right. That's acceptable. Gives them something to do, eh? Gives them something to do. Keeps, <laughs> Gives them something keeps to them do. off the streets. It's either that or Keeps them off the streets. They're not, they're not young punks <laughs> cruising for drugs. <laughs> they are. <laughs> and they can do that if they want. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No one answers. I have a meeting that I cannot miss at uni. So and I you're going to be, you're gonna be thinking about the laptop stressing all about the way my laptop. through. Instead of waiting for the meeting time, I just go to their office and get whatever we had to say out of the way. Mm. And then I just start walking towards the train station. Call the train station again. Yeah. No laptop. Uh, Call my uh, my mum now answers. Hey, mum. She's on her way to the gym. <laughs> and I get her to drive oh. way out of her way, opposite ah. direction, to ah. the train station in my car. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm on a train going home. Uh, Mum gets back to me. It's not at the train station and it's not in my car. I I get there, I drive home and I left my laptop on my kitchen table. <laughs> uh, the relief though. What time is this? What time is this? Uh, well, I left at like 8 in the morning and I was home by 10.30. Okay, that's not too bad. You haven't missed too much of the day. That's, that's Did okay. Did you, you work from home that day? Yeah, I didn't go back in. Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It would annoy oh, me it. if you had gone back with it. I've got my laptop, everyone. I'm ready to work. Yeah. Well, the reaction cell broke in the meantime. So yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, that, that, that's a day you want to you don't want to start. It wasn't really. a good day, and even though I scored ten points of basketball, it did make me a little bit tired. That's why you had a terrible day. Yeah. <laughs> you saying because he scored ten points yep. of basketball? Yeah. And was up till one thirty. Yep. Uh, there that you go. Is not BA's telling you, Schmoopster. No more basketball for you, I young man. I didn't get asked to play today. Good. All right, enough of that. Let's get back on track. <laughs> it's Gibson time. It's Phoenix time. It's blessed Gibson. be his name. All right, T Bags. Thank you, Phoenix. Blessed be his name. Uh, here we are. Now, I haven't got much to report, really. Oh, thank Christ for that. Um, my daughter turned eight uh, oh. on Monday, but she had a birthday party on the weekend. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. We were planning a, a smallish party this year, but turned oh. into a cacophony of hell. Yeah. Um, it's strange because they say that kids end up being like their parents, but she has loads of friends. It, oh. <sighs> hey, was it at your place? It was. It was. Ooh. We had a disco. What? A disco. So Inside, we had about, in, in uh, your house or in your shed? Uh, so uh, you'll have to come around one day when I consider yeah, you real friends. That'd be nice. And, um, <laughs> yeah, thanks for the invite, <laughs> mate. We've got an outside area that's covered. Um, so we spent all of Saturday clearing that. I deserve to live with these. And um, put, you know, did all the stuff. Anyway, it yeah. went from being a small affair with a couple of kids to about 15 or 20. I had to, I had to purchase yeah. 10 pizzas and pick them up. And like, you know, I'm on this <gasps> diet now. And oh, I was like salivating the whole way. Were you allowed to eat it? Was that a day where you could eat pizza? Uh, I could eat pizza and I did eat pizza, but I did I did not gorge myself to the point of shame, which is good on you. Good us- on you. usually how I eat. Good um, on you, I'm, man. I'm, so I forgot what it's like. You've got to get used to not always being full when you're trying <laughs> to lose weight. And it's a real yeah, tough feeling to get used tough. to. Even neutral feels kind of hungry. Yeah, even just like. Oh, yeah, I'm I, not hungry or I, full. I could eat though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I could I eat also, something. I hate that feeling of like not feeling satisfied. Like you finish, even though you had a delicious meal, you're like, mm. I just need something. Yeah, and normally yeah. something's bad. It's sugar yeah. or carbs, yeah. chips. That's it. So, uh, do parents come to eight year old parties? So, so we did. Um, what we did was we went to Tempin Bowling first, <gasps> and we do you know what Kate did for <laughs> her birthday. 
Ten pin bowling. Ten pin bowling. Oh, good on that. Good on. It was good fun. Uh, but we totally underestimated how out of control the kids were. Yeah. Took about an hour for them to get their shoes and socks on oh, for the no. bowling. It, it was painful. And one of the lanes we chose that was got chosen for us was shit. Had to switch lanes, and then we went and got froyo. You ever had that before? Frozen, Frozen yogurt. yogurt. Frozen yogurt. And I made the mistake of saying, right, go up and get your container and fill it up. Uh, so they get like the biggest buckets and they fill it full of fucking to the top. It's not to cheap. To the top. No shit. I had a $60 <laughs> go oh. voucher thing and, and they go separate. 75 bucks. Yeah. Uh, Lucky I fucking meditate and I'm, <laughs> I'm okay with tell. that now. I just yeah. know that he's stressed is not my friend. Um. And so, you know, uh, yeah, that was that was interesting. Seventy dollars worth. Seventy five dollars. And what happened was, but that's not fifteen kids though. No, I only had like five with me. And anyway, what happens is they have a quarter of it, and then like I'm full. Yeah, done. I'm full, and they put toppings. Yeah, just the like anything that's colourful. I'm like, why are you putting like mango pieces mixed with carob and yeah. Yeah, you know, sour yeah, snakes. That's not a like classic that. flavor combination. No, no, you know, get it right, get it right, you little, little wonderful uh, people. Uh, I deserve uh, these. So that was that was Saturday. Beautiful. It was wonderful though. So anyway, um, but the disco, we had no parents there. It was just me and me and Joyce, mm-hmm. and we uh, we, we weathered the storm. But it wow. was it was it was difficult. People, hang on, I just don't understand this. People drop their kids at a party at a party and. Fuck off. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you can nominate drop and go, but you can also say if you want to hang around, you want to hang around. Not many parents hang around. Of course not. <laughs> it's a free babysitter. Free babysitting. They're like, I'm out of here. I'm gone. And and fair enough. We've done the same thing. And they so. trust you? Uh, they do. They do amazingly. Everyone seems to trust each other. Um, but I have to say one thing. I, Joyce might hear this podcast one day, but this was funny. Uh-oh. Joyce came up with a game, and on the surface of it, it sounds great. The game was... You've got to guess everyone else's name. Not guess everyone else's name. Go around and learn everyone else's name, and then you say them say it back, and you'll win a prize. So you have and, to, and that's a way uh, for kids okay. to get to know each other. So okay. they've got to come to you and name everyone in the room, and they get a prize. Uh, so no, no, you stop everyone, oh. and one child oh. says out loud in front of all the others who they think each of the other kids is. Wow. I didn't organize yeah. this game. Anyway, so this is this is see the way I'm palming this straight onto yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my loving so, wife. So but brave. the idea is brilliant. I it's like, like it. it, it is, you, How does it go wrong? <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine it. I can't, it's I wrong can't because some kids wrong. can't guess them all and end up crying. <laughs> That's what uh, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and after, after the first couple of kids, Joyce is like, no more of that. I think this one through. <laughs> but um, one of the kids got it completely got it completely right. I think the second or third go, and uh, so the game kind of stopped then. The game st- but oh. the other thing that kids did, and this is Wiley, the ones who like not everyone knew each other. Some of them were like, "I'm not telling you my name." <laughs> <laughs> and so one one of them came to me, and I'm like, "Yeah, I know, I know that kid's name." Stranger it's, it's, danger. Yeah. Blah blah. Don't you? Yeah. Know? Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, <laughs> that really kid's, interesting. That kid's comb over, whatever you call him. <laughs> yeah. That kid's grease ball. Yeah, that kid's. <laughs> yeah. It's a nonomic game. You just use some sort of facial or physical uh, deformity what, what and focus on that. What would you use for me? Shiny head. All right. Now choose something that's nice about my face. What's my? What's nice? Thin neck. No. Well, see, you've missed. So go again. Try again. I call you Sharpie. Fuck you. <laughs> um, stubble face. 
Still, no, still not great. How about what handsome? What about <laughs> no, nice smile. Handsome, oh, there we are. Handsome head. Handsome <laughs> yeah. head. There you That's go. That's a nice one. Uh, but I just have one more little little comment, um, and it was on uh, Snoopy and I are on a paper that just got some comments back, and one of the referees uh, had a comment that I just, you know, we got minor revisions, but the comment, just the way I read it, the way I read it, it just sounds, I wouldn't say minor revisions, it just sounds like they hate it. So it's, they said minor revisions, but their comments lead you to believe. That Overall, the editor hate. has said minor minor okay, revisions. Go for and what, what yep. the, so so it's about it's making a solar cell with nanotubes and molybdenum uh, disulfide. Oh, it's not like right? you guys. So that's that's all I'm going to say about it. But this person says silicon solar cells have maximum efficiency around 24 percent. With the same materials, you get less than half for both single world nanotubes and molybdenum disulfide, which are expensive and unavailable fin process scaling, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. Maybe this work can be interested in fundamental viewpoints, but it will not contribute to the development of silicon-based solar cells. Wow, what a burn. Uh, And I didn't realize uh, one of the co-authors was with me and they just said, yeah, some people don't like this research. (laughs) And I I was like, whoa, I I didn't know that. And so there are some people that just, they see this research and they're going to, they're going to give you a negative comment, even yeah. if they, even if, even if they sort of accept it. But Chris, do you realise that some people don't like cantilever calibration research? Smoothie. Okay, P poppers, it's the Gibson podcast. It's the Phoenix podcast. Blessed be his name. And it's now. <laughs> Topic for the day. Topic for the day. Topic for the day. Oh, well done, guys. Getting better every time. And the topic for the day is, is the research paper dead? <gasps> is it dead? Is it what dead? What do you mean by is it dead? Have we, have we fucking dug a six-foot hole, chucked it in, and put the soil back on? You better hope not because you love the research paper. Uh, yeah, your whole you life. Dedicate your lie. life to the research paper. I uh, I have put a fair bit of stock in it, so I'm not, uh, keen, I'm, I'm not, I'm not keen on it not, uh, disappearing just in. yet. You're still buying more stock too yeah. on this yeah. sinking I, uh, ship. Uh, I'm not really keen on it You're dying. Like, Buy it while it's low. Yet. Get it while it's low. <laughs> so th- this was an article I found on the internet on the, the Atlantic website. And, what are you doing there? Um, you, you... I don't know how I found this. I do read some articles on the Atlantic, there's a lot of stuff about Trump, so I read that. Um, there's a lot of conservatives who are now against Trump, so I kind of trust their point of view. Um, now, I tried to read it. I, I just sent you guys the headlines and I tried yep. to read it. It was like wading through murky shit. Yeah. Um, it was, I only it was a great, took bits and pieces out of it. It that was I a great was article because the headline was perfect. And the article was pages long. Yeah, it was just bollocks. It was yeah, boring. It went for a long time. I can't. I told you, right? Yeah. I bet neither of you had actually read it when we decided to talk about it for the topic. No, nope. not at all. No, I nope. just I just sent it to you as a bit of fun and then suddenly it became a topic. So, yeah. Uh, well, because I looked at the headline, I was like, this is a great topic. But I, I did read some bits of it and I did take a couple of things out of it that I thought might be useful. And that is that... Well, I hope so, Chris, because you're running this topic today. I am, I am running this topic today. Oh, shit. I am too. Pressure's on. So one <laughs> thing it did say was like, you know, what's a paper? It's a 2D static representation of representation work. of of scientific research yeah. and scientific research some scientific research a lot of scientific research today 
is not best represented on a static 2D piece of paper. Yeah. It's best represented in, in 3D. A, in 3D in a simulation Hang in on. a computer. There's three dimensions. It's four in fact Crazy. if you if you include time. Um so you know if if we're not going to go for um a static uh bunch you know piece of pieces of paper stuck together, what is the medium going to be? What is the medium going to be? Well, you know I had some ideas I threw out and uh, video is a big theme in, in the ideas I have. <laughs> so I was thinking, um, <laughs> obviously, you can embed video files, I think, now in some papers. That's already happening. Well, you can actually do, use augmented reality to make things pop up from the page. Okay. So, for example, you wear like Google Glasses or, you know, whatever. I I do. Yeah, you do. I don't and have any Google Glasses. No, no, you've got some. I bought you some. Did you? Yeah, they're on nice. your they're in your bedside cabinet. Don't ask me why I chose to put them don't there. Go in my bedroom. No, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Free world. <laughs> Here we um, go. I'm sorry. I'm just letting this go. Sorry, it's Chris's, Please. Chris's Please. podcast. Yeah, yeah uh, sort it out. Anyway, you get so, me some fucking Google glasses. <laughs> uh, um, so what, what they do is there's these glasses, augmented reality glasses, and as soon as they see the page you're looking at, they are, they put like I've seen them with like avatars that come out of the page, like that kind of. Um, Star Wars pro- projection hologram thing. Oh, yeah. And so that's really cool. So I wow. really like the idea is that with a graph, you look at it with these glasses on and when you're reading it, it pops up. It enables you to manipulate that graph. It represents it in 3D. Ooh, that'd be good to be able to just change the axes on a graph yeah. to view all the data better. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cool. So anyway, so I, lo- I love the idea, Gibbo, is essentially I'm supporting you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, BA. Um, so that was, that was one, but uh, I mean, there are some... Some papers that, that require whole programs, you know, that all they do is really they're discussing the results of some program that someone's written. So you mean like an algorithm or a yeah, way so, to analyze so data? Yeah, so we need some way of, of that entire program being yeah. en- enmeshed in the paper as well, uh, which, which I'm sure must be doable to some degree. You guys know a little bit more about computers than I do, but I'd say it must be possible. Yeah, so we didn't, even, we didn't actually even talk about videos before, Chris, which you brought up, and oh. you can... <laughs> upload a video yeah. upload a video as a supporting information so um, the journal will allow that we are on a paper where that has just recently happened I yes believe. yeah uh, and also uh, codes can be also uploaded as part of supporting information so I've used quite a f- quite a number of times I've just copied and pasted someone's entire code that they've uploaded in the supporting information into my program yeah just wow. press run and then I get exactly their thing yeah. So it's a way of that's a great way to obviously just check um, that they're not fibbing because I've always yeah wondered, but that's not why I did it I did it because I wanted to sure I, I wanted to repeat what they'd done to get the same information yeah yeah but yeah also yeah quite key for them not to be fibbing yeah. to actually offer the code well because yeah. that's one thing that's always struck me is the honesty honesty system which is of, massive in science. It, well, yeah, is what we've got to, in what's represented in the paper. Let me come to one of my points in a minute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's learning. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt you soon. Yeah, but I'm going to let Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming. Carry it's coming. on. It's coming. <laughs> Until I say. But you may now speak. Um, uh, it's always struck me, the honesty system of peer review, like, you can just gloss over a few things and no one could really find out. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And the review the review system, I mean, everyone's way too busy, except to, for me. To properly to, rerun to, the experiments. Or, or rerun the experiment, or even to read it carefully the yeah. first time to notice uh, 
sometimes glaring errors yeah. that get through. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Interrupt me now. So why not take the video and science to a new level? Go on. And actually have video of the experimental process. Yeah, I think I think I like that. So you have to obviously, you know, you, you, you can't be videotaping someone from the very beginning of the whole um, <laughs> discovering of the process because that's a nightmare. You could be wearing like a like the police wear those body cameras. Yeah, have, a, have that in your lab <laughs> like, coat, like a reality TV Would show. Would you want if I was to set up cameras in a few labs on benches and you could navigate through those fixed cameras just like by clicking through them, being like, oh, what are they doing on that bench? Click. Would mm. that interest you? It would interest someone. Some, uh, yeah, perverts. <laughs> someone with a very strange fetish. What I was thinking was once you've got that experimental procedure perfected and you think you can reproduce it sure. to, to get whatever results you're, you're reporting, yeah. you would then do that procedure from start to finish. Um, doing everything right up to the data, right up to displaying it on the computer screen yeah. or whatever. And that would be that would form an integral part of the actual paper. I like it. Yeah, I think I think it's really good. Uh. And I have used YouTube clips in the past to help me with synthesis. So yeah. if I yeah. if I couldn't quite understand what you know, a lot of the things in science they just say we used the common whatever technique. Yeah. And then I can never find like an actual one clear explanation of how to do that. I would go to YouTube or. Or so it, if I don't know what color change is supposed to happen, it's also quite. So good could to you see imagine, Smoopy, rather than reviewing a boring page of text, you're watching someone doing ex- a could you imagine the boring pl- video? But uh. the pleasure you could get from like what what lighting timestamp one yeah. minute thirty three seconds cannot see right hand. <laughs> What's your hand doing? <laughs> what is hand doing? Hand down pants. Yes, um, that could contaminate sample. You know, or, or anything. Tweezer with, technique, not. Oh, yeah, tweezer, yeah you are. Cont- yeah, where, did you clean those tweezers? Yeah. How did you clean those tweezers? You should never weigh something directly on the scale. Yeah, remove the the boat and then put it <laughs> yeah. on the thumb on the scale. That old trick. Uh, you know, you could, you could, you <laughs> could <laughs> one gram. <laughs> you could, you could spot all that, and you could, you know, then then correct it. Now that the problem then becomes is when. Um, when faking video footage becomes almost indistinguishable, people could write their own video footage. That That's coming. Those days are coming. They're saying audio is already there. You can make up audio and we're getting close to making up video. Well, do not. I, so, so we would, again, we would have to have some kind of, you know, stamp on that saying that it's true and, and it's not fake. Gibbo's throwing it out there. Sorry to interrupt me. <laughs> so for... Uh, pocket conference i was looking at creating ways that i could edit people talking after they've actually produced and uploaded the audio so instead of getting them to re-record i could just edit their voice and get them to say whatever i wanted oh, and yeah. i came across this company called uh liar bird okay and it's the bird that mimics other birds and what yep. you do is you train it with a with a minute of audio and then you just type what you want it to say and the algorithm and the, the AI kind of matches what you've talked about for a minute and, and turns your new text into the voice. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a huge problem in the so future. So it was amazing. Problem. So I was yeah. like, I was looking, I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. People, after a minute, I could get like of them talking. I can really edit anything they 
say yeah. like to the point then it just sounds smooth and, and amazing so but, we're there but, Gibbo but video will get there as well so you'll have With all these special effects vision people. and sound yeah. so we're going to need some way of differentiating completely computer manufactured video and sound from from real I think I listened to an episode of Radio Lab recently where they talked about that exact topic. Mm. Yeah, and this is there are examples of both of those things being almost flawless already. Yep. Yeah. So just, that's that's got to be sorted out. That's got to be sorted out. Now, how do you sort that out? I know a little about computers. You but, can do it, but not enough. Yeah. Unfortunately. Are we str- uh, straying off topic here, Chris? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, but it's interesting. So uh, any more tidbits, any more bit of uh, information or points of view on the dead paper? So what it sounds like at the moment is that we're saying that the paper isn't dead, but the way that the information is... Packaged and presented. Packaged and presented does... Tr- so in terms of what's contained in a paper... We still like that, well, but it's not best yeah. represented on a two B or two D bit of paper. Yeah, I mean the, the core of science is you have to be able to present your results somehow to other people to what be peer about reviewed. This system, where there is no peer review paper, <gasps> science doesn't need that to have impact anymore. What it does need is communication. So each part of the paper that you have the materials and methods section mm-hmm. you can do a way better job by capturing that in its own in your own way in its own way whether that through a video or through um a simple like flow chart even like yeah. i did this and this and and uploading that as part of the multimedia package for the paper yeah um and like you know interactive diagrams mm-hmm. you know a schematic that is interactive enough that you can pull it apart and see what they did you know I, I think that eventually the peer review paper as we know it will no longer exist. And instead, at the end of a series of experiments, scientists will send out certain bits of information in a little like zip file. Mm-hmm. Just the data just goes Just the out. data. Yeah. And, you know, maybe maybe the conclusions, just maybe how points. you interpret what this package means. And then people can get that into their own system and just... And then that's that collaboration aspect, right? That's your peer review at that point. Like, hey, I did exactly what you did. And I know I did exactly what you did because there was no ambiguity in what you sent me. Um, and I didn't get the same thing. And how do we turn that into a number so I know I'm better than <laughs> everyone else? <laughs> we you don't. don't. You, what? We, we're post, post-metric. Yeah, post-metric. <sighs> what we're talking post, about. I, I need to be judged and loved. The metric we care about in this instance is... Uh, it's almost like people take that zip package and they add to it or they modify it. So you've got all these branches just like you've got your, your bit yeah. and then that branches and someone does something else with it and you create this like ecosystem yeah. of science that is continually Ooh, that's being... that's a good word. It's the blockchain, right? <laughs> I've heard that word before. It's the bloody blockchain of science. So people continually add to your knowledge mm-hmm. And they, the thing about the blockchain is that you can't remove something once it's there. It's a permanent ledger. So it's not like a blockchain in that fit because you should be able to then say, hey, I did that. You need to change this about your experiment because otherwise that branch that you're trying to create is going to die. Mm-hmm. And so we've got this ever sort of growing thing that's always self reflecting and, and getting stronger and whatever. Yeah. Um, that's how I imagine 
if technology would allow it and people would adapt it, that's how I imagine science would be communicated in the future, not by a single three-page document that yeah. isn't particularly useful to and, a lot of people. And the introduction and materials and methods are mostly just copied from the previous paper. Yeah, so you've got the branch, you know, it, you're part of that branch. Yeah. They know where you've come from. Yeah, and then you do the, yeah, and the, often the first couple of characterization techniques are the same as in the previous paper as yeah. well. There's just one new thing per paper because that's basically yeah. what makes a paper. Yeah. So I, I had the same idea actually, Andy. Mm. No, no, no peer review, something like Wikipedia. So yeah. something that can always just be added to. Yeah. Um, and so it's not one paper. It's just this is my, this research stream of mine. So yeah. my solar cell research. Yeah. Um, I make them like this. This time I, I did this difference and I found this piece, piece of information. Yeah. So and something then, that's a little similar to that is the, the Global Calibration Initiative. Where you collect data, you add it into that model and it improves yeah. um, It improves over time. Absolutely. I feel like if you had a permanent record of that process and a, a logical kind of network of that of interlinking things, and it, I mean, it's just an evolution diagram, really. Mm. This is where it was and it, and it just grows and grows and grows exponentially, right? So the technology for this... Is, is here now. Yeah, this, I mean, it doesn't it's just, sound like it's anything. It's just a ledger. It's just a permanent ledger of research. What mm-hmm. we don't have at the moment is a starting point because none of that was there before. But if we could find a way to send a bot out onto the internet, grab all the papers, produce it, produce a package like we've just talked about, add that to the the link or the the part in the chain that it was it's meant to go, that would be that would be the starting point. Yeah. I think it's it's held back by the fact that well-established researchers wouldn't want to start something new. Yeah, um, that's always the sticking point. And yeah. the publishing companies have a lot of power. Oh, and they have a lot of money and a lot of money. And because and so this they- is, unless a, unless a publishing company starts this, which might happen. Yeah, because the publishing companies are the ones behind the videos, and they also offer video abstracts mm. where you. You know, pocket conference style. Yeah. You make a video explaining your research, and they'll upload that. Yeah. The hosting yeah. of those things is probably quite, ex- probably too expensive for someone like us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and so there's 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 a few gates, but maybe if like some government says from now on all research is being funded by us, yeah, must publish on this format. Yeah. Then then that kind of change would happen. Yeah. Wow. So we need to influence some policymakers. Let's yeah. talk about that in our science this that's coming up. Ah, uh-huh, brilliant. Yeah, well done. <laughs> our next session is Science This, where we use our transferable science skills to science the shit out of an everyday activity. And this week, the activity is a way to get policymakers to deal with evidence in their decision making instead of alternative facts from Blanche Duar. The Blancharama, the Blanchmeister, Blanchmeister Z, Blanchmeister Z, the man we all love. On the forum, animatter.net. Animatter.net. How do we make politicians listen, people? How are we going to do it? Who are you talking to? Um, I'm looking at Schmoopy, but I'm talking to you. (laughs) Who's going first? You. All right. Do it. I need my thing back. Right. Do it. Guys, 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 gu
how so the way i looked at this was how do we get politicians and policy makers to listen mm. how do we get them just to listen because the facts are out there mm. they're there to be discovered mm-hmm. time to a chair well and that's one approach put right? electrodes on their neck and, i feel like violence will be a part of what he's going to get to here i'll tell you what my first hundred politicians thought was a hundred percent violence <laughs> and your second thought like 90 percent violence <laughs> oh you're going i'm surprised it's gone down <laughs> i bet your third thought is third thought is back to like 98 ultra violence i love it because i was like how do you make how do you make children listen well you give them a little time out you deprive them of something they love which is attention and stimulation from the external world we don't no, do you, that you, we pour yeah. them we pour gifts and chocolate and yeah, give them whatever they want use positive reaffirmation ah, okay so i'm not doing any of that <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not doing the, the stick approach either i'm not punishing these people no well i've thought of myself what do policy makers love? Policy themselves. Oh, themselves yes. and oh, public approval. Their job. Their Money? immediate family. <laughs> <laughs> Their immediate. <laughs> You're just treating them like normal human beings. Exactly. Oh, hold on. Their Are you going to hold someone's family to ransom? Even better. Oh lord. If they're not listening to external people, they need to listen to the people closest to them. Their robot family. Their family. Mm. So what I'm doing is, and I really like you said robot family, mm. because I didn't think of that, but that's awesome, <laughs> is when someone becomes a politician or a policymaker, mm-hmm. their immediate family has to work as scientists. Whoa. Right? They have to become the people generating the information for the policy makers. Because imagine this, Cameroon. Mm-hmm. Mr. or Mrs. Policymaker mm-hmm. comes home and goes, Oh, oh, do you know what they tried to make me pass today, darling? Massive turd. Hey, you are really hosting this podcast. That's exactly what I would have said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they made me try to pass. It was something about climate change. You know, climate change is not real. What? Anthropogenic climate changes. Imagine if we made their partner study climate change. Oh, my God. Their partner would be like, are you effing serious? Do you know, I spent all day, I've done the analysis... I know exactly. And he'll be like, no, 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 but it's fake. It is not fake, darling. Mm-hmm. It, and then that will snowball. At first, there'll be resistance. But no one can go, no one can last a perpetual uh, domestic argument. Really? Someone can give in. So is there, So you and your partner have been together for a long time. Yeah. You agree on everything? Do you know? So we're slowly starting to agree on more because you just start to give up a little yeah. bit. It's easier to go, yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, we, me and my wife, we always finish arguments with me apologising. Just always. So perfect. Well, right? so there we go. So That's you would per- change your policy. You would change would. your policy I would. if your I would. wife. Absolutely, I would. Yeah, 
You're the kind of spineless ooze <laughs> who should be running our policies. Yeah. Absolutely. I, uh, now I understand where my, my jelly backbone could be useful. <laughs> I should be making policy. Imagine the question, like, over breakfast. Okay, do, you know, like family, they're kids, right? Send them away, get them in the lab doing research. All right, Daddy, what are you doing today? Well, I'm making policy about uh, nanoparticles, and I've decided that they cause cancer, so we're getting rid of them in sunscreen. Yeah. Oi, Dad, Oi, I've done some Dad, research. I, I've been researching that. That's, that's exactly what I've just done for the last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. And I can tell you that there's no yeah. evidence to but support. But they're actually incredibly more toxic than you realize. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. You would have no idea. We're trying to keep a secret. Yeah. Um, but, Dad, no, of course not. We've done the test. They don't penetrate the skin far enough to cause any issues. Really? Yeah. Really? And the dad would go, well, but you're just a child. And the kid will be trained to say, yeah, but I'll tell a lie about how you treat me. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's Do black you want docs now, involved? Now it's blackmail. Yeah. All right. Yep. You are going low yep. today. Yeah. Going low. Thank you. And so how are we going to get policymakers to listen? We're going to empower their immediate family with science mm -hmm. so that they become the, the voice, their constant voice of reason. The constant echo chamber of science. Of science is all, and they cannot escape it. Well, Blanche, did you see that one coming? Blanche Dubois. Did you see that coming, Do Blanche? you... I mean, they, they do have advisors right now. You think that those advisors... They're not listened to. Yeah. Get it in immediate family. And so what if someone changes from the from the working like the minister for the environment yep. and then become the minister for foreign trade? Yep. Does the family then have to completely switch what they research? Absolutely. And, and how fast do you envis envisage them becoming often... smart enough... That they can uh, win an argument. So, how long? How long does your current research contracts last? One year. Uh, do you feel like you gain enough knowledge in that one year to start to hold a reason or convince someone of your point of view on that one thing I think you've it studied? Probably took me six months. All right, I've worked on this before. Good. Oh, so, good. let's say. <laughs> They're not allowed to change within six months. Okay. <laughs> so they build up that knowledge. Yep. That's it. Or they are a robot family, just reprogram them. Well, that was the way easier option, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Very good. Uh, dead weight as usual, BA. Um, Schmoopy, let's hear some pedestrian scientists, please. <laughs> Hold it. What? No, I'm self actualized. You are self-actualized. Um, thank you, BA, for your important input. You are welcome. Shmoopy, please give us your important contribution. Oh, that makes me feel a bit more God, confident this, with this, what I'm about to say. This yeah. is really yeah. nice. I love this actuated, Chris. It's okay. So why, why do policymakers and politicians use half-truths? It's convenient. It's convenient. Because they're... They're scared. Yeah. And yeah. ultimately, what's their goal? To get re-elected. Yes. To get re-elected. Yep. So all that they're doing this for is to be re-elected, not because they have some... So, so having the correct, having the the information provided to them the way Andy said, of course, would be helpful, but I don't think that would actually change the way that they would do things. Mm. So I'm going at it from the line of we need to change the public perception or how the public acts 
and then that will change how the policy makers act. Yep. Mm, because okay. all they yep. want to do is get reelected. So yep. if the public has a more correct view or a more rigorous approach to facts, yep. then the policy makers will feel compelled to do the same thing. So your science in science communication. I'm not actually. Oh. Interesting. Mm. So the the real problem is that the fact the these non-truths that politicians say, so Trump's probably the the, the worst at it. king of non-truths. Uh, his, his followers actually believe him. They mm. think that when he says something is false, it is false. Fake news, fake news. And when he says something is real, it is real. They, they actually believe that that's the case. Uh, and there's actually some... And even in when they're confronted with the facts... And some evidence behind the facts, they are, they're actually very unlikely to change their belief. Yes. Because, uh, and there is some science behind this. That's uh, uh, it's some, it's, what's it called? Something bias. Confirmation bias. Confirmation bias. You've already got your opinions formed. Yeah, well, and it's also that there's also a backfire effect where if someone tells you a fact against your belief, it actually strengthens your belief. Yep. You mean yep. all those arguments I had with those bloody anti-vaxxers <laughs> actually made them more like anti-vaxxers? Yeah, according to some things, yeah. Oh, well done. That's well annoying. Done. No wonder- Now we're all get no fucking diphtheria's everywhere. Well done, Yeah, mate. it's my fault. Yeah. I was arguing with everyone Good about one, that. measle boy. So I was reading an article today in um, the journal Advances in Political Psychology. Oh, he... I- you bit go busy you, day, did, mate. you did some real research for science. <laughs> you went and read a bloody political paper. And uh, it's on the nature and origins of misperceptions, understanding false and unsupported beliefs about politics. Oh. Um, you swat. I mean, well done, uh, maybe. And and really what they what they say is that the general population really just don't understand statistics and they don't understand scientific evidence yep. and how that scientific evidence is made up. And that it basically just makes things worse most of the time. Uh, there was a poll that um, very few U.S. citizens actually believe fact checkers. So, if a, uh, if a fact checker shows that a politician says something falsely, they actually just don't believe that yeah, anyway. They just don't believe the fact checker. So, how many fact checkers <laughs> do you need before a fact checker is fact checked correctly? <laughs> what I think is we need to. Normalize scientific rigor and accountability in science uh, in society. So okay. if society understands scientific rigor and, and accountability, then they will be more like less likely to fall for a lot of the tricks that these, uh, you know, deliberately fake news or deliberately misleading news might might bring out. Yeah. Um. So I'd actually originally thought of maybe uh, introducing some kind of license for voting. Where you'd have to pass like a statistical, oh, a statistical test. Welcome to the new world order. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to introduce a license for voting, Andy. Good, because, because that's ridiculous. It is. And I believe in one person, one vote. I think that's very important. Very good. So I think that there's, we instead, what we can do is we can start influencing our, our own social spheres. And we can do this at a, at a grassroots level. Uh, and some other people have already introduced some some of these ideas that I'm going to borrow off them. I'm taking this from protruthpledge.org. I was about to read this that very wrong. Pro-truth. <laughs> what were you going to say? True 
Yeah, uh, I don't know, but it wasn't going to be protruthpledge.org. So just so they're for truth. Yes. Aren't we all? Yeah. I should join. Exactly. You should, yeah. Uh, And so if you do take the pledge, there are 12 countermeasures that you would pledge to do against these alternative facts. Okay. Uh, And so they're they're in in three main streams. The first is to share truth. So if you ever do share information with someone, make sure that you have first checked that it's that it's a fact. Oh, what a life! (laughs) (laughs) What? Do you know how much bollocks I say every day as fact? But isn't it important that you like if if someone does look up? That's why Trump's president because of people like you. I'm all for the truth, but this is. This is annoying enough for me not to do. So you're already out? <laughs> already out. All right. And then, uh, and so part of that is that if, if you ever do say something that's an opinion and isn't, isn't fact-worthy, fact-worthy, isn't a fact. <laughs> isn't a fact. That yeah. you should actually say that that's the case straight away. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, my opinion is, is that that hat is hideous. <laughs> Never wear it again. Not a fact. Not a fact. Can't, but we haven't tested it yet. Yeah. Uh, the next is to honor truth, um, and so that uh, so this is when if if you disagree with someone, yeah, but what they're saying is backed up with facts that you do have to acknowledge that even though I disagree with what you're saying, uh, I you know, the, agree you know, with your facts. Yeah, and good on you for telling the truth. Or those particular things are facts. You know, but maybe you should said, consider like, this. Do you get like a reward? No, huh. this like, is doing the right thing, Chris. You, you should right have like a, something hooked up to the pleasure centers of your brain. So <laughs> no, we're talking. Do, uh, no, we're talking. Do a fact Chris. or some truth, you get a little, uh, little, little feeling little, of pleasure. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That would be good actually. Yeah. But so honoring truth is so it's acknowledging when other people are true, and then also you should be aligning your own beliefs with what is actually a fact, huh. not just with what you what you want to be true. Oh, but this could be this could be a slippery slope. There's loads of facts that I just don't want to incorporate in my real life. Like what? Like chocolate's bad for you? Yeah. It is. Beer's bad for you? Is it? Ah, oh, all right. Now we're getting <laughs> show into me your... a uh, show me a peer reviewed journal article. Yeah, oh, easy. Certain amounts easy. might be bad for you. Every there is zero. Uh, amount of alcohol that's actually good for you really so that well, whole, look, i want uh, to acknowledge that as my opinion because <laughs> <laughs> you can't put because i can't the, put forward the facts right now yeah and then so the last part of this is to encourage truth so if you notice that someone isn't telling the whole truth and nothing but the truth so you should you God. um in inform them about reliable sources of information. How do you do that without sounding like a massive <laughs> dickhead? I have no idea. Um, I have excuse no me, idea. I would just like to acknowledge that I do not take what you're saying as fact, but if you were to go find facts, this is where you'd find them. Go to Science Direct. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And and so by changing the public to this kind of annoying mass of people constantly correcting each other yes. that will force the politicians because truth will then be the the, the evolutionary pressure exactly. that will allow them to stay in power. Yes. Okay. I mean, there's a logic to that. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think in the long Stop term, yawning, BA. I'm so it's tired. Not, it's not super fun. 
Yeah. It doesn't seem super fun. Uh, but in the long run, it is the best and it is the way that I, an, an actual way, like not, not a made up way, but an actual way <laughs> that policymakers might change how, uh, he's, they, he's how, they your can, how they conduct policy. He's hitting me while I'm down. Yeah, you and your robot family. Uh, uh-huh. but, but what about the short term? I've got a few ideas for the short term. Holy okay. shit. Um, you put a bit of time into this one today. Yeah, it's bloody... Did you forget your laptop today yeah. and have to come home and no. spend the rest of the day So, right? long-term carrot, short-term stick, punishments Ooh. for lying. Yeah. Now, all politicians are liars. This is what we want. Uh, Trump- uh, hang on, is that your opinion or is that a fact? <laughs> I've got facts. Okay, brilliant. Uh, um, so, Trump, 49% of the, the facts that Trump has said have been proven to be false. No, facts Hillary Clinton, it's 12%. So Twi- that's even Oh, sorry, 12% were false. 12% were okay, false. Okay, fair enough. So I think 12% were true. No. Um, all right. So, okay. So, so the, you know, you can't just kill them straight out, I don't think, Andy. I well, think that's a bit too much. Keep talking and we'll fight with you. So jury's out. One, one way that society penalizes people for for doing things wrong is an economic penalty, a fine. Yeah. Uh, These people are generally quite rich, so Mm. the fine will have to be a lot, maybe immediate loss of all money and assets. Oh, yes, now we're talking. For any lie. But they also crave attention, maybe like media blackout for three days or something. Oh, that's that's a good one. That's really good. But that's that's not really a lot though, is it? So I'm also thinking like physical penalty. Uh, Maybe we can uh, take a finger. Each time they lie? Yes. Trump would just be down to like elbow stump. Like, Another flesh. Nothing else we can remove. Yeah. So as soon as all the fingers hair. are gone, you just start chopping a so centimeter at a right, time yeah. off the arm. <laughs> wow. Oh, that, that's uh, good. Or, like or that. a mental penalty. Something like uh, time in a hot box. Mm. Um, <laughs> <or> <laughs> a, oh, that sounds like fun. Some waterboarding. Waterboarding. Oh, uh, yeah. US, US presidents especially. We're not talking about hotboxing in the really fun way, are we? What's you, the you, fun hotbox? <laughs> I know. You fart in a small enclosed space. Isn't that right? Is that a hotbox? Well, underneath, underneath, underneath the duvet. A, Dutch oven. That's a Dutch oh, oven. A Dutch oven. A hotbox. <laughs> Is, oh, is that smoking, smoking weed? weed with all the windows up That's in your right. car, uh. so you get loads of like secondhand weed, and you cool, st- <laughs> you stink. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the doobie on the left hand side. Yeah, right. me and you, Cameron. We're, cool. we're gonna blaze up one day. Me yeah. and you, mate. That's right. We're gonna um, blaze it. That's good. I like these uh, penalties. I uh, like them. Or, or like just them. like a isolation for one week. Kind of goes along with the. You know, a really good one is apparently you put someone in a, in a small enclosed space where they can't stand up or stretch out, so they're constantly sort uh, oh, of I would hate half that. crouched, and you leave them like that for hours. No. Sleep deprivation, bright lights. Yeah. If you got any claustrophobia, it's going to come out. Then I don't even like fucking thinking about that. <laughs> So anyway, that's it yeah. for a lie. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> it. All right, I ain't lying. No more. I'm done with it. If that's the penalty. All right. So there you go. There's, there's, that's my short-term, long-term okay. solutions for policy makers. Uh, that is very I, good. I love that schmooze. I, you know, when I when I, I call Dross when I hear it, that isn't Dross this week. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. you are <laughs> a generous god. I, you have. You are bit self-actualized. Bit self-actualization has gone a long way. Generous. Um, Host. The trances I've been going into most yeah. days have been been working. So there you all go. right, you better get on with it oh. now. This week is your self-aggrandizing, or uh, what's the other one involving Gibbo clones? 
Uh, well, no, no. I've got a bit of artificial intelligence and some genetic engineering, perhaps. Good. Um, so your 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 bit of information about the fact checking was was interesting. So people don't trust fact checkers. Nope. Because the very first thing I wrote was <laughs> fact checking. Facts must come from a source that is independent, nonpartisan, and checkable. Yes. How do you make it independent? I'm thinking it has to be some kind of artificial intelligence. Um, and I don't think it would need necessarily to be completely sentient. There are some pretty advanced AI sort of robots around that can, like the plagiarism software and things like that. Yeah. Probably has to be a little smarter than the technology we have today. Turn it in. Turn it in. But that's, that's, the plagiarism, that's plagiarism stuff, yeah. I feel like a human can be So actually the first stage would be we'd have to work with humans. But it would be a bit laborious and it would be fairly labour intensive. <laughs> And we need they always are. We need people. Humans are. We need people who are. The big problem we have now is partisanship. So people are liberal voters. They're Labor voters. They're Democrats. They're Republicans. We need people who are down the line who can't be corrupted by by political bias. Me, and people mm. that that people can trust. Me, uh, not people like. No, you, he's, he's getting to himself. I think. People like myself, yeah. Self-actualized. Oh, hang on. Clones of self-actualized Gibbo. Is this a long plan? Have you been planning all podcasts to be no, the self-actualized? I, I didn't guy? know that I was going to be the AI. Apparently, yeah. that's the best way to do it. Thank you, Schmoopster. <laughs> I Those just assume all the time that you're talking about yourself, facts Chris. are given like a fact-checked watermark or something like that. So whenever facts are mentioned by any politician. A score is given to the overall truth or factness of yeah. the facts. Factness. There are that. websites which do that right now. I'm sure do there that? is. I'm sure no. there is. But I want That's these to be in real time whenever you see these guys talking on the up. telly. Pops Augmented up. reality. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the Trump on like CNN or whenever? Where no. they, they The ticker underneath will live say when he's lying. <gasps> Can't be. Like the, wow. problem with, the problem with all the current commercial stations, CNN, MSNBC, They're invested. ABC, They've got an agenda. You, no matter how unbiased they say they are, they cannot be included in this. Yep. Because there's always someone on the other side of the divide that will say, SBS is riddled with political bias. Yeah. The ABC is riddled with political bias and yeah. vice versa. So yeah. it can't be any of them. No, but as soon as your system starts leaning, not leaning one way, but... Apparently, scoring one side better than the other. If one, if then one the, side is being they're more gonna truthful, they're going to start not believing it. That is a danger. And I, people I, don't I, understand algorithms. That that's quite true. But what, what they will understand is if a politician's given a score, like in eBay, like oh, five stars, five stars, <laughs> five star truth. So we're talking. <laughs> we have about to simplify <laughs> this right down. Do so, that's good. So as they're talking, <laughs> you can see the star rating. <laughs> Up it's and like down. we use it. This Uber's a five star rating. Yeah, Uber exactly. Eat, eat, eat now or whatever. Yelp. Yeah, yeah. So you'll get you know you'll get the politicians who rock advisor. up and, and they'll be like, okay, I'm here to give a speech, and they've got like a half star, and everyone's like, like, oh fuck off. No, mate. yeah, f off. It could be gamed. It could be gamed because what yeah, you could just do like is TripAdvisor and and everything else. You could have a politician who tells lots of little truths. And then tells a big lie, and their score could still potentially be quite high. Waiting so factors. there would have to be a weighting factor to the importance of what the fact is. Yeah. How do we judge that? Now that's a tough one. Have you got that, an answer? That's bias to that. Everyone's got a bias on that. Some right? kind of dollars involved. Live, live. That, yeah, that's an interesting. That's not bad. I mean, that's where I fall fall a little short on this one. They're, I have to admit. They're, they're what they stand to gain in dollar amount. 
yeah, over what they're saying or something like that. Come some kind of people influence score as well. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, some people talking facts about climate change are going to be very important to some people and other people it's going to be, they don't really care. Yeah. And or, also if it benefits poor people, that's much better than if it just benefits the rich people. You've got a bias. Or now you're people. adding in your own bias. That's your bias. That's your bias. Boy, I'm that's making your the bias. world a better place. <laughs> no, no. Um, and so that's really the crux of it. But in the end, I kind of come around to this. The thing I keep coming around to is, you know, we need people, human beings who are capable of changing their mind. Now, we don't want people like me, spineless jellyfish. We need some, <laughs> some kind of support to the spine. But we need human beings who are capable of listening to cogent arguments and going, all right, well, look, maybe I was wrong. I can change my mind. I'll the big problem we have today is we have too many people who are incapable of changing their mind. But politics doesn't reward people to change their mind. It, it, they like a narrative which is always the same. Stop the boats, build the war. How do we, how do we make things? How do we make, Lower taxes. How do we yeah. increase the proportion of people in our population who are capable of changing their mind? Oh, you kill the ones that aren't capable. Kill or euthanize, you know, or, or castrate. Put, or sorry, uh, put to sleep. Sterilize. 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 Now, I predict that there could be some big differences in, say, an MRI scan of someone who can change their mind mm. and someone who can't. No pun on words there. Just quickly, on sterilization, yep. shout out to uh, one of our podcast fans, Arnold Bonilla. Is becoming sterile is getting sterilized in a month's time, and I'm gonna gonna go along and watch by choice, or is this a court order? Uh, a bit of both, I think. He's playing it <laughs> off like it's his choice, but uh, wouldn't surprise me. You mean a vasectomy? Yeah, sterilized. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's. Are that's, you sterilized? Uh, no, no, no. I'm still still very potent, um, <laughs> insanely potent. Uh, but <laughs> I do. I, I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But it, he, it, it he is doesn't possible, have any children. It is possible to reverse vasectomies these it's days not very as well. Successful. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, yeah. snap. Is anyway, it, I thought it was just it's fifty fifty. Interesting. What yeah. they can do, and one thing they have done, and this this doesn't. Oh, by the way, that's my opinion, not a fact. <laughs> this does sound um, rather painful. Is the is it the vas deferens? Is the tube? Um, that you need to cut and, yeah. and block or something like that. They actually put like a one technique was they put like a P there mm. and it just blocks yeah. Yeah, the, about uh, the seminal gel. fluid and, st- and the jism. A stint. A stint. So you can remove that and, and, and make oh, it reversible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, good on you, Arnold. Uh, that's your choice and I respect that. Um, uh, yeah, so we need more people who can change their mind. I predict MRIs will be able to do that. We're going to have to scan the population. Those who are incapable of changing their mind I'm sorry, reproduction may not be an option for you. Those who can, can reproduce. And we will then have a population capable of changing their mind. And that's ultimately what we need. Combined with my super artificial intelligence (laughs) that does fact-checking, which is in a sense me, and we have the perfect society, Blanche Dubois. There you go. You've got three options, Andy's, and two other good ones. (laughs) I'm going to kick you. Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band. Oh, that's hard, that bit, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Right. Uh-huh, I remember when I stuffed this up and you laughed. I did. I laughed really hard. And at I you. didn't. I wasn't reading off the page. Oh, yeah. I am. Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Voice Rom. Check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Woo. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app, 
like our Facebook page, join in the forum, buy our mugs, and leave us a review on on wherever you get this podcast. Cameron, you you were just listening to Publish Parish or Podcast. Me? You. Me? You. (gasps) And it was brought to you this week by... Andy's Science Workshops. <gasps> He'll talk in your face for a day. Yeah, yeah. As long Love as you that. pay me. <laughs> All right. Goodbye from Phoenix. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. 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 I don't think that's how it ends.